protect and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management, the hosts of your healthy retirement. Joining Sean and Steve on today's show are Matt Cross and Jeannie Lester. I keep hearing reports that there are so many people going into Florida. The influx of folks into Florida is getting crazy. I so wonder how sustainable, off topic, but how mm-hmm. sustainable is that, right? It's, right. um, they, they're, they're aquifers, you know, the water is decreasing. There's, you know, homes everywhere. Um, I just wonder how long that's going to last. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. even, as you said, affordability, supply and demand, it's not going to be as affordable right. to go to Florida as we Northerners were thinking. Yeah. Right. So I'm sure That's you're going to tell us, yes, how to turn that all around. Because, yeah, that is my dream. My vision of my retirement is I'm going to turn in my keys, whatever, sit back, start collecting, and it's going to be a beautiful life. Well, that's the ideal thing, isn't it? It is right? the ideal and thing, and I know that's how it's going to happen. That's why we talk about planning, right? Yeah. So when we meet with our clients, we, we, we understand their situation. We want us to know what their goals are. Do you want to go to Florida? Do you want to stay here? Do you want to get an RV and travel the country? You know, what is it you want to do? And so you, you take all these things into account, what your goals are, what your current situation is, uh, how much your savings are, when you're planning on retiring, what your Social Security, you know, there's so many things to look at. But we take that all into account and we put together a plan. And you have to look also when you do this at what risks you might face, right? Some of the risks are um, your withdrawal rate risk. How much can I safely take out of my savings to pay the bills and not run out of money? Uh, another one is your longevity risk, right? So I have a certain amount of money and it's going to last me until I'm 90. Great. Well, what if you live till you're 110, right? So running out of money is the scariest thing we could possibly do in retirement. Right. Um, another risk that people don't really think about is what we call sequence of return risk. Uh, it's an interesting concept. And basically what, what this risk is, is You've got no control over the markets and you know what the returns are. If early on in retirement, the markets and your portfolio specifically does poorly, it can have a tremendously negative effect on, uh, on your assets. Because think about what's happened. When you're working, you're, make, you're making money, you're putting money into this savings account, your portfolio, and hopefully over time it increases in value. If it decreases, you're still putting money in and now you're buying low, which is great, and then you know it's gonna increase some more. Well, as soon as you retire, two things change. You're no longer making money. Now you're taking money out of that account, right? So if you have negative returns early on in retirement, you're exacerbating that, uh, that negative return. Your portfolio could fall 10%, and then let's say you take 5% out. Now it's 15% down, right? Now what happens if the next year? Well, let's say it goes down 10% again, you took another five. Now you've decreased your your savings by 30% over two years. Um, And that, over the long term, can really be a killer. Conversely, if you retire, and your markets, your performance is good, it's okay that you're taking out 5% because you made 20 sure. or you made 15, whatever it is. So it's it's a big risk that uh, that we talk to all our clients about. Uh, well, the most terrifying thing about what you've just uh, explained to me is that we don't have any control over what the market does. You don't, but that's why we use tools to try to be aware of this risk and try to avoid it if we can. You can't avoid it in its entirety, but there's other tools you can use. You could take some money and put it into a um, into investments that aren't going to be subject to big uh, negative returns. Uh, you could hold cash. You could also just leave it invested, which is great because over the long term, we know it'll go up, but turn to other sources of income. Perhaps you have rental property. Uh, perhaps you have the ability to go back 
you don't want to do this. You've just retired. But maybe you can go back and, and get a second job or a second job, a part-time job uh, to supplement your income so you don't have to take money out of that savings. Right. Right. Well, it, and it's that's the scary thing is that making a plan right now, if you've got a number of years before it's time to retire, I'm liking the plan we have, but how do I feel confident that I'm going to be okay when that ability to make money uh, goes away? But as you said, maybe there are opportunities to even do something part-time. I mean, my husband is a great talker, and I always think he would be a great docent at a museum. You know, one of those oh, things right, yeah. that fits into my little Florida vision. Yeah. But, you know, something like that, it's maybe a time to jump into something that you loved or you always wanted to pursue, but when you have that burden of the daily bills that you have to work right. for, you don't have that opportunity. Yeah. And you know what we're seeing, this is a little bit off topic, but you know, you touched on something. We're, uh, there's this, this is a good news, bad news thing, right? Um, the good news is you know, we're all living longer. It's great. Modern medicine has been amazing for the human race, sure. right? Uh, you know, they say that the pers first person to live to 140 years old is alive today. They're, wow, they're gonna oh, hit, okay, right? So, yes. Yeah, so somebody okay. that might be uh, you know, uh, a year old, one of those those toddlers um, is going to hit 140, um, which is amazing. But think about what that does. So now you've you've worked. You, you can now spend more years in retirement than you did working, right? Mm. So this this is a, a big risk that mm -hmm. you're going to uh, you know run out of money. But what people are doing is you know when 65 was you know kind of where everybody wants to retire. Most people at 65 are very healthy, mm -hmm. um, very active, right. and then all of a sudden they stop working and they become very bored. Sure. <laughs> you can sure. only play so much golf. You can only. You know. <laughs> it's probably fun for the first two weeks. Right. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're seeing a lot of people that are um, extending their career. Mm -hmm. right? they, they stay on or they, they do retire and then kind of start a second career doing something else that they they love. Sure. Um, so we do see people working longer. And, and actually, the uh, the, IR, the Social Security Administration uh, has just recalculated the RMDs. Those are your required minimum distributions. And they've, they've reduced the amount you have to take out because they recognize um, that we're all living a little bit longer. So they've, they've adjusted those tables. Okay. Yeah. So when you, because we've also talked in the past, Sean, about um, the, you don't want to wait and hold yourself back also from enjoying life. You want to, you want to be smart. You want right. to gauge and, and be careful about what you're spending and not maybe spend the same way that you were before. But you also need to take advantage of, you know, the time that you are healthy. I'm living right now. I don't want to wait. I don't want things to go wrong later on. How do you kind of titrate that tension? Well, it's a f <laughs> think about your working life, right? You work Monday through Friday, most people. Sure. And then Saturdays and Sundays you have off. Sure. Right. If you look at the economy, on what day do you think um, most dollars change hand? On what day is m most money spent? Friday. Saturday. Really? Right. You go to Home Depot, you go to the oh, garden okay. center, yeah. you, 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 whatever it is, you, you go out to lunch or dinner. Um, that's the day that you spend the most money. Well, when you retire, every day is now a Saturday. Right. Yeah. And right. so what we're finding is a lot of people, are, <laughs> they don't mean to, but they're yeah. actually spending as much, yeah. if not more, uh, especially early on in retirement uh, than they anticipated. Because again, they're healthy, they're vivacious, they, you know, they're active. Sure. Um, and so you've got to, you have to put a plan together and you have to look at what your expenses are and have a very good understanding of how much money you can afford to take out. Because if you take out too much, you're going to run out of money. Hmm. 
Okay. You know, let's talk about the sequence risk for a second. Yeah. I want to give you an example uh, on, on how this works, and I think it's telling about how uh, important this risk is to understand. I'm going to give you an example between uh, Bill and Jill. Okay. They've both got $500,000 in their portfolio. Uh, it's exactly the same. Bill's going to retire in 1996. He's going to take 4% out of uh, of his savings. Uh, and we're going to increase that every year by 3% to adjust for inflation. Okay. Although inflation now is 7 but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we're, we're going to assume yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the long-term 3%. Okay. okay? Yep. So he retired in 96. Jill, she's going to wait two years and retire in 1998. Mm-hmm. She's still going to take 4% out and adjust it 3% for inflation. All right, so let's think about when Bill retired in 96. His portfolio was up 20% in 96, 30% in 97, 27% in 98, 20% in 99. And then come 2000, we had a negative 10%, a negative 13%, but then a positive 23. Mm. All right, so come 2003, Bill has taken all that money out. He has $947,000 left in his savings. So he actually, because the markets were doing well, his portfolio was doing well, he actually made money. He was still able to take out the money he needed for his spending. Sure. Jill waited two years. She still had the 500000 She still took out the 4%, but she's only got $346,000 left, which is a 30% difference. The reason is when she retired, she lost 10% and took out 5 then lost 13%. Uh, I mean, took out 4% and then uh, lost 13 took out another 4%. So because the her returns were poor right when she retired, it destroyed her savings. <sighs> and if you just punch that out a few more years after that, she ends up running out of money. Well, that's terrible. And that's, that's frightening because we all want to be Bill. We don't want to. We all want to be Bill, don't we? Yes, Yes. Yes. right. So, so what do you do to what do you do to address that? Right. So sometimes we look at safer investments right around when you retire so that you uh, become immune to those those negative returns. Sometimes we'll use um, annuities uh, to put money in there. You know there's going to be no downside uh, to them, only upside, okay? So that's a good way to ensure your savings and it's not going to uh, decline. We talked about maybe rental income. We talked about potentially you know, uh, going back to get another job if you need to be. So you got to look at this and, and, and make sure that you've got safe havens, if you will, that you can turn to if you are Jill. So who of us is actually going to ride the market like that? Like that is not my vision of a, an enjoyable retirement, having to be on top of what the stocks are doing and knowing what I've got here and what I need to sell and where is my portfolio going and managing it myself sounds terrifying because one mistake could result in thousands of dollars lost and a different retirement. It seems to me that that is the perfect opportunity to rely on someone like yourself who has that expertise so that instead of me writing the newspapers and the, the news and whatever is going on in the stock market, I'm calling you and saying, Sean, what do I do? What's our strategy? Right. How are we doing this? Yeah, hopefully we've 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 had this discussion before you retire, uh, not at retirement. <laughs> that would be the time, yeah. right? Okay. Um, I Bang can't ahead. stress enough. You know, um, there's no better time than right now to put a plan together, to understand what those risks are, to understand what your spending patterns are, to understand how much you have saved, to understand how much you can take out. You've got to put a plan together in place, right? And when you work with an advisor, the great thing about it is that you don't have to worry about where, where your money is allocated, i.e. how it's invested, how many stocks, how many bonds, um, how much are in the U.S., how much are in 
China, uh, et cetera. You know, your advisor will help you create a plan, um, and it should be a strategic plan, right? This is long term. So create that plan um, and put it in place and account for these risks that we've discussed. And there's a lot more too, um, but it should be a plan that's solid. It's tailored to you and it's supposed to, to fit your needs, right? Uh, some people, however, they love looking at the markets and they that's their retirement. They sit down and, and they do their research and they watch it, um, which is great. And some people do well. Uh, but what I've seen happen is that if you're doing it on your own and let's say um, you know the markets uh, aren't doing well this year sometimes you have knee-jerk reactions and say, I, I, we, we got to sell we're down five percent let's sell everything well what happens is you sell everything typically not at five percent let's say at twenty percent you say this is too much I'm, I'm gonna sell everything you, you take a twenty percent loss um, and now you're holding all cash and then what happens? Well, then the markets or your investments start to do better, right? You say, okay, well, it's getting better, but it's probably not going to last. And then inevitably you wait too long and then you buy back in, reinvest. And what you've done is you've sold low and you've bought high, mm -hmm. which is opposite of what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. exactly. You want to buy low and sell high. So okay. um, having an advisor will, in my opinion, help keep you uh, true. Uh, and on your path, and uh, sometimes uh, you know, talk you off the off the cliff. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to shows. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. 